I tried to record earlier, but that shit just ain't work. Like, everybody just wanted to play in my face all of a sudden one day. Like, the fuck? Since when you start talking to me? Try to sit by myself. All of a sudden, everybody just want to, oh, Jazz, yo, when the fuck did we start having these long-ass conversations about my life? When the fuck did people start caring? The fuck? Shit was weird. I don't know. I was at a family cookout earlier, and I was literally under a tree in a chair, like, comfortable as shit by myself. My daughter was running around doing kid shit with the kids, and I was just trying to be by myself because I didn't come for the cookout for the people. I came because my daughter wanted to play with her uncle, who was my little brother. He's six years old. And the rest of her cousins. And Samira, a new girl she met. But she said that's her new cousin. First of all, I don't know. Whew, that was a lot. And then I left and went to the dollar store. Then we came home, got ready for bed or whatever. It still was weird to me that I was uh like at a family event and my son wasn't near to bed with me. I'm not used to him like, I don't know. I would have took him to an event like that because we always come as a trio. But um, he's in Ohio. He played for Philly Playmakers. They had a national football tournament and shit. So it's like, I'm really happy and proud of them and all excited and shit. But at the same time, it's like, damn, like, am I really ready for this? Like, uh-uh, I'm going to have to move when he moves. He, he go to college and show law. Like, I don't like this, and this only for a weekend. I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Like, I got to get my bread, I got to get my bread, my bag, whatever you want to call it right. So next time he taking trips and doing shit like this, like, I'm out. Uh-uh, I don't like this shit. I don't like this shit at all. My son traveling, playing football, that's good. Alhamdulillah, all praise to the most high. I'm very, very proud of my kid. But, man, I'm mad I can't be there right now. I'm mad I can't see that shit. They went to the Football Hall of Fame. Like, and I'm like, damn. You know, that's dope that he actually got to get to do that. Because imagine how many kids all over the United States that play football and love this shit never get to go to the Football Hall of Fame. So I'm, like, happy for him. We went to the Waffle House, all that, you know, all that stuff that you can't do in PA, I guess, in Philly. Well, I'm not going to say PA, but in Philly. But, yeah, I'm proud of him. Go, son. I got a few pieces. You know, I hope you guys know I'm a poet. But I got a few pieces in my phone and shit. Uh, Um... Well, I'm going to do one, but it's a lot in here. Oh, this is a good one. This is a really good one. I'm going to give you a second to get your, adjust your volume. And I don't know how close I am, how far I am. If I sound too close, adjust your volume so you can listen to me. How you want to listen or whatever. But um, I'm ready. I once had a crazy man that wanted to be an Arabian. Yeah, he was a Muslim man, just the extreme type. Extremely insecure and hella paranoid. He thought every black man was out to harm him. This one time we went to Target and I smiled and greeted the cashier and he yelled in his deep voice, what you trying to fuck? And I'm like, whoa, chill, bro. I only said hi. We were uncomfortably in love, I think. Well, he couldn't have possibly loved me because he impregnated me and disappeared. He had a job at Center City Toyota, but he fired himself. Or shall I say he quit and told me he got fired. We were broke as hell, then my car broke down, and his fake mechanic ass ain't fixed it. 
He was a cancer, so he was always depressed. He used to pace back and forth and back and forth and sit with his head in his lap and always beg for reinsurance. And my rude Virgo ass would always look and say, why the fuck you got to be depressed all the time? So as time goes on and this unborn fetus started to form, he walked out the doors in hopes of finding a new job. He walked out the door in hopes of finding a new job. Yeah, I haven't seen him since. This was the beginning of winter 2017. I remember walking back from the Chinese store. Four wings, shrimp fried rice, homemade lemonade. Could you please add ice? Book a hole in my top. And I had this weird ass feeling in my privacy area. Not like cramps. The kind where it feel like you got a shit bad as fuck and it's literally about to fall out your ass. And I literally felt a bunch of something fall out of my coochie. I got my overgarment on so I can't lift it up and see. Mind you, I'm walking back from the store. I get in the house and to my surprise, it's fucking blood everywhere. I didn't panic. I just called my parents. No disrespect to my gay ass uncle, but this man was running around the house gay as shit. Oh my God. Oh my fucking God, bitch. What the fuck I'm supposed to do? I'm not the panicking type. So I go to the bathroom, sit on the toilet and watch that shit drop. Little baby floating in the blood in the toilet. And this nigga Uncle Barry bring me a fucking adult diaper and say, Bitch, can you use this? My mom shows up with her man and he's drunk as fuck and asks, Do I want to go to the hospital? I reply, Nah, I'm good. I'm actually happy it happened. Because I really didn't want to have a baby by this crazy man who wants to be an Arabian with black man paranoia. Yeah, it's a true story. Everything is everything is definitely facts. I once had a crazy man. Literally, he wanted to be an Arabian. He wanted to be from Egypt. Like he spoke, spoke fluent Arabic and all of that shit. Mm, yeah, he was a Muslim man. He was just the extreme type of Muslim man, like super extreme. Like, like I can't even explain it, and I don't want to defame and talk bad of nothing of my religion. But but some people were extreme, and we were taught to be, like, and take the middle course. We are taught to take the middle course, not to be too easy and not to be too extreme. Just, just be chill, whatever. He was extremely insecure, and he was paranoid. Like, that one time, we literally went to Target, and I'm in line, and I'm putting the stuff on the counter, and I get to the cashier, and I'm like, oh, hey. And he like, what you trying to fuck? And I'm like, what the fuck? Chill, nigga. I just said hi. I say we were uncomfortably in love because this nigga deadass got me pregnant and disappeared. He worked at Center City Toyota, but he fired himself. All right, so he disappeared the night before, and I'm on some weird shit. Like, you know, niggas do weird shit. What is weird? Every Weird. Weird is weird. So he disappears the night before, and I'm like, the fuck? This nigga think, no, I ain't tripping. I'm calling his phone. I'm calling his phone like... We winded up talking after fudges, so it was like four in the morning. We winded up actually talking on the phone, and I'm like, the fuck? He like, da-da-da-da-da, like, we talking on the phone, like, it's all bullshit. Like, I don't know, to be honest, like, I really think, like, in hindsight, I think that nigga got high off some shit. I don't know if it was coke or what the fuck it was, but the nigga was retarded, but whatever. Um, I winded up calling his job, thinking the nigga went to work, because now his phone going to voicemail. It's like 10 o'clock in the morning. He's supposed to have been at work at 8. Calling the job. I'm like, the fuck? Such and such there. Oh, no call, no show. We, he no call, no show. 
So when he finally get to the crib or whatever, the nigga told me he got fired. I just let him go with the story because I'm not arguing with a liar. That's like you can't tell a liar. They're a liar. They're a fucking liar. So whatever. I pretty much uh just was on some weird shit. He was just weird. Yeah. Or shall I say he quit and told me he got fired. So my car had broke down. And he's a fucking mechanic, bro. He worked at Center City Toyota. We were broke as hell. Then my car broke down. And his fake mechanic ass ain't fixed it. This nigga used to sit in the house all fucking depressed. Like, sad. Pacing back and forth. Like, mind you. Don't nobody want to feel like that. I used to be like, yo, why the fuck you got to be depressed all the time? Like, why? Like, why do you always got to sit with your sit the table with your... Like, bro. You fucking up the energy of my house. We about to bid on you, and you really gonna be mad. Do you love me? Nigga, you asked me if I love you one more fucking time. This shit was really weird. So, it's one day and shit. It's like 7 o'clock in the morning. And I hear the phone, my phone going off. Like, somebody keep texting me back and back to back to back to back. So, I look up. You know, you wake up after, like, uh, two text messages. You like, who the fuck is, what the fuck going on? So I keep hearing it. And I'm like, I guess up. He's standing in next to the fucking door in the corner. You know how it's always a corner near a door. He's standing in the corner with his back towards the corner texting my motherfucking phone. Because this nigga thought he was about to send me paragraphs of fucking text messages and then dip the fuck off. But he know I was going to hear the phone going off. So when I woke up to be like, all right, let me... Like, you pass me my phone. He like, oh, no, that's me. I'm going to just delete him. The fuck? What you delete? I got up. Whatever, whatever. I guess up. Now I'm up. My kids still sleep. It's like a Sunday morning. My kids still sleep. I get up. I go downstairs. I'm a coffee drinker. I go make my cup of coffee and shit. And while I'm making my coffee, he like, oh, yeah, such and such. I got to meet with them. They about to tell me. They tell me about this job situation because he speaks fluent Arabic. So he like, oh, yeah, they, you know, teaching at the school, teaching the kids Arabic. But I'm like, bro, you don't even got, yeah, yeah. How the fuck you going to teach at the school? But whatever, you don't even got no clearances. Let's start. I'm just, I'm letting them talk, though. I'm just letting them talk because I've never been a dummy. Never did what the dummies do. Like, I ain't stupid. I'm just letting him talk. So I'm like, let him tell me about this job. He already fucked the uh, paycheck money up. Like, nigga was on that shit. So I'm just, I'm ignoring him. I'm letting him talk. He like, I'm about to go to the poppy store. It's like 8, 30, 9 o'clock in the morning on a Sunday. I'm like, all right. But mind you, the whole time he was upstairs texting me, the real reason why the nigga never dipped off is because we had the double lock joint. The deadbolt joint for the front door. I ain't buying a bitch on purpose, but I bought it anyway, and I'm going to use it. So you got to lock it from the outside and lock it from the inside. That type junk. So the real reason a nigga didn't dip off after he was sending me them text messages earlier that morning is because he couldn't get the fuck out the house. Because he didn't know where my keys was at. I'm like, all right. I've been peaked when I'm making my coffee and he giving me this nut ass story about how somebody about to give him a job at a school being an Arabic teacher. Like, nigga, shut the fuck up. But whatever. I'm about to walk to the poppy store. You want something? I'm like, I'm good. My coffee right here. I'm going to fuck bad. I'm going to make upstairs. Whatever. I looks the fuck up. It's 1230 in the afternoon. 
Because I laid back down when I went upstairs. I'm thinking, you going to the poppy store coming back. You're going to do what you do and let me know you're going to dip off before you dip off. I called this motherfucker phone like, where you at? He like, oh, I'm down, I'm down, I'm down. I'm down Erie. Mind you, anybody that's listening to this from Philly, we live, we was living back top of Hocken and Morton. How the fuck you get from the poppy store on top of Hocken and Morton, the broader area, you jumped on that XH that motherfucking fast, my nigga? You jumped on that bus that fast and was chilling down there and didn't even think to call my phone and say, yo, I'ma just get on the bus while I'm out here. I said, you corny motherfucker. And that was the last time I seen him. Mind you, I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. I get sick as shit. But not sick as shit. But I just get sick. I'm just thinking this pregnancy sick. But alright, whatever. I I remember this day vividly. Coming back from the fucking Chinese store and shit. I'm like, I felt something. But I don't know what the fuck it is. Because I never felt this feeling before. It's like, this ain't no shit. But it feel like some shit. But I'm coming back. And, and where I'm coming from. The store is at the bottom of the hill, and I got to walk up the hill like two blocks. And then still walk down the hill. Neighborhood, where this shit back there, bro? But then walk down the hill to the house. Up the hill, I got to walk down the hill to the store. Back up the hill from the store, and then down my block is a, is a hill going down. But whatever. When I'm getting to the house and shit, mind you, you know, when you're walking down a kind of steep block that's a hill, you kind of, is a pet, is a faster pace at your walk. And it's wintertime, so you definitely walking fast. So whatever, I get to the bottom of the steps and shit, I feel that shit plop. I'm like, the fuck? But it don't hurt. I don't know what's going on. I feel it plop. Like, I feel this shit gushing out me. But I ain't in pain. I got on jeans under my, 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 my hijab, my jilbab, my abaya, my overgarment, my Muslim coverings. <laughs> so I can't walk down the street and see what's going on. I pull that joint up when I get in the house. It was fucking blood everywhere. And you know it take a lot of blood to soak denim. My jeans were fucking, bruh. I don't know how I ain't feel this shit outside in the cold. So I'm like, all right, my uncle Barry, he he gay, God rest his not, you know, whatever, he gay, he did, me God rest his soul, um, whatever, whatever, I had to take a little moment for him. He running around the house, oh my God, bitch, oh my fucking God, bitch, what the fuck we gonna do, bitch? I'm like, you gotta chill, cause. Bro, my daughter here, I don't want her panicking, thinking that I'm going through some crazy shit. And she start freaking the fuck out. So while she's still in the unknown, and he's already theatrical by nature, she's not paying him no mind of what I'm doing. Because I seen it, but I let my overgarment fall back down because I, I don't feel like my baby panicking. I'm not going to panic. So I went to the bathroom, and I, I literally derobed de- myself. It was blood everywhere, bro. Like, my uncle winded up passing out, like, once he came upstairs and seen how much it was. And I sat down, and it, it, it that's, this did as happened. I just described the miscarriage. Um, but it was weird because I wasn't in pain. And I'm not the panicking type, so I washed off. Like, I I literally washed off and trying to wrap my mind around what happened. I took, I was in the bathroom washing off when my uncle brung tried to bring me a fucking adult diaper. Like, bitch, can you use this? Like, I'm like, thanks, Uncle Barry. Like, I really appreciate you caring and trying and digging. And you found a fucking adult diaper because you've seen that much blood. But thank you. But I'm cool, you know. My mom finally get there and shit. 
with her man. He all drunk and shit. And she like, you know, she asked me like, you 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 sure you don't want to go to the hospital? I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. Like, I eventually had to to go. I eventually had to go because I got sick and shit. Like, because it wasn't just one; it was two in there, and the other one was like dying. I'm sorry if this is too graphic. And the other one was like dying, so it made me sick. And in turn, I had to go get surgery or whatever. But yeah, I I, I once dated a, a crazy man that wanted to be an Arabian that had black man paranoia. Real shit. I never seen a nigga again either. Yes, I did. I'm lying. And if I go to jail after this, y'all know why. I actually seen them driving and shit. If you know Uptown Philly, I'm driving down Shelton Avenue. I get to Shelton and Green. I see this nigga on the side of the street with the, with the, with the library at. And I see him about to cross to go to, like, jaywalk to the other side of the street. I hit that nigga. I hit him. I hit him. I ain't hit him, hit him, but I hit him. I hit him enough to have, for me to have to stop and get out the car so he know it was me that did it. And I said, damn, I'm sorry, Yak. I'm sorry, Yak. He like, it's good, it's good, because you ain't got no choice but to fucking say it's good, my nigga. And alhamdulillah, no praise to the most high that I'm not like a murderer or like a crazy bitch in my brain to want to do harm to a person just because they done harm to me. Because in my insides, I, I, I think I would have killed Bull. Sometimes shit ain't that deep because uh, people guilt kill them. That shit murders them. They wake up with their own murder on their mind from their own paranoias of what they did to people. So they never live in peace after they brung harm to you any motherfucking way. But, you know, I don't like to make these joints too long. I just wanted to tell a story tonight. Thanks for listening.